1: of the world, Steve Fingerstiles!
0: So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by poppyapparel.com. If you are a lady that listens to this show, which I said in the past you're probably not, so if you're a man and you have a lady that you want to take care of, You could go to poppyapparel.com. They sell women's apparel from every size to every shape to whatever you're into. doesn't matter, dresses, t-shirts, beach apparel because summer's coming and all that sort of stuff. And if you enter the promo code THEPODCAST with a capital D, you'll get 10% off and it's free shipping worldwide. You could listen to me on the Podbros network. Go support them and the other podcasts that are on the network. And if you are on there and you do Amazon shopping, click on the Amazon banner. It won't cost you anything. It takes two seconds. Helps out the network. Helps me out. Keeps us going. You could also listen to me on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and EMZT Radio every Sunday. They have a podcast block, which you could catch me on there too. So, on to my guest this week. I'm actually excited because he's popping my cherry, so to speak, when it comes to comedians. So, without further, <laughs> <laughs> without further ado, we had some technical issues. We'll probably get into that. We'll, we'll explain everything. But stand-up comedian, Mr. Dave Hodge, how are you, sir? Hey,
2: how are you doing
0: today? I'm doing all right. What, what about you? you? Everything good on your end?
2: Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. You know, uh, but when I- yeah
0: Yeah, it's true like um again i always rife on master p you won't hear a peep from him because i don't allow him to speak once we go live uh or live to tape or whatever the fuck this is but you won't hear a peep from him but i'm gonna give him shit right now because i don't know what the hell happened he's in charge of booking the guests and doing everything for me and i just show up and he does all my technical stuff right so we we were going back, well, not me, again, Master P was going back and forth with Dave, and supposedly, we were supposed to start recording sooner than we're actually recording. Luckily, our, I guess our schedules aligned where we could record still, but or else I would get rid of Master P, but there was some mis- miscommunication where apparently we were supposed to call in on a landline, but everyone knows that, first off, I'm cheap, and the podcast does not make any money whatsoever yet, so... We weren't going to go that route and call long distance because long distance charges will just kill you if you don't have a phone card or something, right? So then we're trying to oh, hook, yeah. we're tr- trying to hook up through Skype and everything. And uh, then finally, thank God that Dave has a son and he was able to help out and we're able to talk to each other right now. Well, luckily,
2: I remember that I wrote, this, uh, wrote some stuff down on my notes on my phone. That way I didn't have to ask my son first. And now he's going to be pleasantly surprised when he tries to log on an Xbox later. Oh, <laughs>
0: hey! Don't fuck around with the kids' video games, man. That's that's I don't know, man. He might get you. Uh-oh! Are we having technical? Di- you just cut out there. I think we're still having technical difficulties. So it's a good thing that I did b- bring that up because I didn't hear a-, a goddamn word you just said. This is wh- what a great way to start off the podcast, isn't it? You know what, when it works, it's great, when it doesn't, uh, you're just left literally holding your dick and being like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah, it makes makes for a little bit of fun. Well, it does, Well, and I promote my show as being raw, so I'm not going to cut any of these technical difficulties out, just to show what we actually go through in putting out a podcast, so there you go. Anyways, on to yourself, so, um, what do you want to talk about here? The floor is all yours, my friend, do you want to promote anything, what's up and coming, what are you up to, any new shows... Well, I just wanted to start. First of well, being that we're talking about the technical
2: difficulties, you know, like, I have a podcast that we do on Monday nights—a uh, completely funny shit podcast—and uh, you know, we, we we encounter a lot of the same difficulties, and we we stream live, and then we then we put it up. Oh, so, sure. but yeah. Trust me, I understand about the technical
0: difficulties oh so too well. Okay, good, good, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> so, t- just for my view uh, for my listeners that don't know you, what type of comedian are you? Are you like those raunchy comedians? Or are you like the sex joke, the quick joke, the storytelling? Like, what's your stick, so I to speak? a little bit of storytelling, a little bit of quick joke.
2: Uh you know, I'm, I'm a single parent, okay. but I have a, a, you know, definitely a, you know, a unique perspective on some things. And, uh, you know, I'm a fan of the raunchy comedy. My, uh, my co-host on my podcast, one of them is a very raunchy comedian. The other one is, you know, very uh, middle of the road. And- okay. It's weird when people get us together because they hear us, you know, individually. It's like, oh, yeah, I can imagine.
0: Here we go again. Technical difficulties. And we just lost Dave for a bit. This is fantastic, isn't it, folks? See, this is exactly what we were talking about at the beginning of the show. Now, I don't know where Dave went. It still shows that he's connected, but I can't hear anything. I don't know if you could hear me, Dave. But maybe we should try to hang up and reconnect or something. Cause I can't hear shit. Wow. Well, there's a first for everything because this is to show that oh, there you go. The call just ended. Just goes to show that there is technical difficulties everywhere and that there hasn't happened before. But oh well. Let's call him again. Let's get Dave's perspective here on his comedy. Cause I'm no comedian. There we go, the infamous song. Hello? Hello. Sorry about that. (laughs) Don't worry, I kept going. It's still rolling, my friend. (laughs) Uh, You know, that was uh, my son on his way home from school right now. Okay. And he called, and I'm calling from my phone on the Skype. Gotcha. Yeah, so that's a lot of fun. So I didn't know it was going to put it on hold. I was just going to try and ignore the call, and it just left everything in the middle of nowhere fantastic great anyways back to your story so you're on a podcast you have your hosts and ones in between i think that's where you left off yeah
2: so you know uh there's the three of us on the podcast uh myself dave anthony and Shay. and anthony is more of the uh Rocky or raw comic nice and then you have me i'm kind of uh middle of the road and then Jay is uh very middle
0: of the road but very uh quick-witted oh you know what that sounds like a you know what I got to I didn't even know you did a podcast cuz honestly I was trying to search for your stuff online just so I have not to go into a cold or anything but uh, not a Um I obviously I know you do stand up you've been in a movie cuz you have some IMDb credit but I didn't find anything on your podcast What is the name of your podcast The Uncomfortably Funny Podcast Okay then you know what I got to check it out cuz being quick-witted check I I would say I'm sort of like that being raunchy, check and double check, because all I talk about is penises and asses. And then in the middle, not really. So th- that's why I have Master P here to keep me going, so I don't go on my rants of just, sort of say, sticking dicks in holes. You know what I mean?
2: Trust me, I know the feeling. Now I'm a fan of all that stuff, so you know I'm I'm cool with all that. It's Just you know, personally, I've been a. I used to be more raunchy when I first started comedy, and okay. then I, I took a few years off. And now that I'm back, I'm not as raunchy. I'm doing more family-friendly services. I'm a single parent now, as
0: opposed to just being, you know, a guy in my 30s just trying to bang everything walking. <laughs> you know what? That doesn't stop until... You know, now I have a different perspective. Exactly. Well, you'll be... Well, I guess they say, as a man, you'll always be banging until you go to the grave. So you'll always have that in your back pocket if you ever want to go back to raunchy, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, I got some questions, because... I am so into comics. I watch, I try and watch all the specials on Netflix. Unfortunately in Canada, we don't get show. T- well, we do get Showtime and stuff, but it's a bit more expensive. Netflix is actually, like I said, I'm cheap. So Netflix is cheap for me. So I watch all the specials and stuff like that. And I've always wondered some certain things that goes behind the scenes. Like for example, like, um, what is when you're starting off, right? Obviously you don't start off on these big venues, right? So I always wonder right. w- when I see someone on TV, where they came from and whatnot. So in your instance, what was the weirdest or I guess maybe scariest or most fucked up place that you've ever performed in? Oh, there's a couple of those. Oh, uh, fantastic. When I first got back into comedy,
2: I was doing a show uh, every other month. And uh, they did the show like, uh, it was a weekly show, but you know, they, they put you on every so often. Okay, And I'm uh, up to be at a, uh, a biker bar Oh. which is basically Russian mob guys. Oh, shit. Yeah, so that made a lot of for a lot of
0: fun. <laughs> so I guess you, you have know, to tippy-toe around shit, no? You couldn't just go out there and do whatever you want? Well, I mean, you, you do what you want, but, you know,
2: some people, you, you get some dirty looks from some people, and <laughs> some people you know that the dirty look means something, and other people it's like, yeah, no, this, this guy's not
0: part of the, guy, the gang. I, I should be okay. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so you got the biker bar, and what was the other place? I've done some of those. Uh, I, I had a weird one where I did a elk Squad, Oh, and uh, they had, it was, it was, they
2: were doing their Fish Friday for uh, Lent. Okay. And lucky enough, the the uh, the the, uh, the host of the show said, "Hey, if you want, why don't you stay for the show? We're gonna have a nice comedy show. You know, being that you guys are here already, trying to." tried to keep the room as full as possible. Okay. So, you know, it wasn't totally sold out, so we figured to get an extra like 15 people in there Right. that already were done. And lucky for us, there were a couple seven-year-olds that were in front.
0: Oh, okay.
2: And they were not ready to hear <laughs> masturbation jokes and penis jokes. And, uh, as my co-host Anthony said uh, a joke about bloody and. Oh, wow. Said, the second he said that, he uh, had the unfortunate incident of giving direct eye contact with a young child. And oh, like, shit. yeah, all right, thank you. That's my thought. And just got out of there and just,
0: you know, didn't look back. <laughs> oh, my God. I could only imagine. It's true because when you go up there, you have your set, obviously. But I'm sure, like, as a professional, you could also tone it down. And I'm sure you have a PG set. But when you're going up there last minute, you want to do, I guess, your best shit, right? Right. We
2: weren't, especially when you're not expecting, you know, seven to ten year olds hanging out
0: there. Yeah, no kidding. On a Friday. Well, how about this? Have you ever been sick on stage? Like, have you ever had the runs or like so mus like some kind of flu or anything like that, and you just couldn't finish your set or anything, or you just power through it all?
2: Well, I uh, had a very nervous, you know, when I first started, out, I would get, I would feel these anxious nerves trying to get ready to go out on stage.
0: Okay. And before I would go, I'd have to go to the bathroom. Like, I would, I would, you know, just basically want to shit myself, and it wouldn't happen. <laughs> right. So I was like, Ugh.
2: And, you know, I, I hate going, especially in the place, in the venue that I'm going to perform at. Right. So I'll stop, like, at 7-Eleven or wherever <laughs> that's close by that I could use the bathroom. So that way nobody knows that I'm the stinky guy, especially if I'm not doing well after that. So I don't gotcha. want to have two things against me in their mind.
0: Oh, but my I, God. I, I try and stop at the gas station and take a nice, you know, dump <laughs> before I get in. And I'm like, all right, I feel better now. I, you know, then I can psych myself back up a little. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, get it out, literally. <laughs> so you've never had an accident on stage then thankfully not no okay okay because i always wondered that too because obviously like some well when you guys do like your one hours or whatnot i i could understand maybe having an accident but i guess when you do like the short sets and there's tons of comics on then there's really no chance of something happening well how about this how about heckler a lot, a lot less of it yet well true well how about hecklers what's the worst situation you've ever had with a heckler have people ever thrown stuff at you or is it just words thankfully nobody's thrown anything at me okay and
2: thankfully it's been a while since somebody actually
0: heckled me heckled me besides other comics being dick to me. well yeah that's different so how, how do you do you just ignore it or do you fight back and put them on the spot yeah, and well, make them feel like shit it depends on the person. If, if, if they're being obnoxious then I, you know you got to go at them but if it's just you know a fellow college just doing a little
2: ball busting while we're up on stage yeah, you know, we we power through it. Maybe give a little jab back, but it's
0: nothing too serious. Oh, gotcha. Because I, I know a lot of actual comics that welcome hecklers because it's actually part of their ha- act when they do some crowd work, right? So yeah, I, was, I always wondered that, too. Right, right. So how long have you been doing comedy for? Uh, Well,
2: that's a complicated one because I started
0: doing comedy back in 01. Oh, okay.
2: And I did that until '06, and then I took some time off while I was unemployed and had very hard ways to get the gigs and stuff and okay so i wait you know i waited until my son was a little older and now uh i started doing it again about four a little over four years ago almost five years ago
0: nice so if you weren't doing comedy what do you think you would be doing oh man <laughs> or is there no other choice it's just comedy
2: well i mean I, I do have a day job and you know i don't plan on doing this forever but i i mean i i it I love one of my biggest joys doing comedy is doing fundraisers. Uh, okay. I was able to do one for a friend of mine uh, on a more serious note. I hate to do that, but uh, he, he had colon cancer. He was a young man, he was 35 at the time. And, Shit. Uh, you know, we, we raised some funds for him. You know, he was going for an experimental treatment that insurance wasn't covering. And, and you know, it, our wacky laws in this great country. Right. And, uh, we, you know, we, we went, we raised you know, like 1500 for him in one night, and he was able to, you know, put that together and put that as a deposit towards his treatment, and they, they were able to give him the experimental treatment. Uh, it was a temporary fix, but I mean, you know, thankfully he was able to at least attempt it, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, exactly. And
2: being able to do good like that is just a whole different feeling. Like, we were able to help people out and, you know, whether it's a serious situation like that or helping, like, the local Little League you know, raise funds with a comedy show, with a comedy fundraiser.
0: I love doing all that stuff. It's, it's a way of giving back and having fun you know what i'm so glad you said that too because a few weeks ago i also was a part of a fundraiser but it was for uh, just cancer research in general and it was a bunch of independent podcasters that came together uh it was all brought t- together from the epic film guys they put it all together and they invited a bunch okay. of us guys and it was literally a marathon over a three-day period where each podcaster would come on do a shtick and we'd raise money we ended up raising ten thousand dollars and that's fucking fantastic and it's true i've never made well unless it's off t-shirt sales but that just covers the cost i've never made an actual profit on the podcast where it could be a legitimate business you know what i mean but that feeling i think will top anything of me making money overall because it just like i even broke down when i was telling the story about my mom because she suffered from cancer and i actually cried on air and everything and it was more of because as while i was telling the story it came up how much money we donated and it just i don't know just something in me where it's just joyous like it's just so weird it's a it's a cool rush that's for sure it's a really cool fucked up feeling that you love yeah i
2: totally get that and like i said doing that makes comedy worth it like, especially you know for the night where my paycheck's gonna be you know
0: chicken farm. yeah exactly so <laughs> so what's your end game then is it to be a full-time comic is it to transition into movies tv show do you want a special like what's going on here uh, I, I'm a little old
2: getting into the game, so basically my end game is going to be. This is going to be my retirement plan. I am going oh. to supplement my retirement, all my vacations, all my trips. I figure I could travel and do comedy, do fundraisers all over, smart, and just as a way of supplementing my retirement and having you know passing on my blessings to other
0: people. You know what that that is cool because why not like because some people when they retire they want to do nothing right but w- and do a hobby. But why not do something where you could A, get paid like, like you're saying B, be able to travel and C, do what you fucking want. Exactly. Like that's the ultimate dream. To me, that's retirement. Not just sitting in a chair looking at a beach 24-7. You know, even though that sounds nice okay. but that gets that, old that, real quick. That, that. So, where have you do you just perform in the States? Do you go international? So far only, you know, in the United States. Uh, I haven't done much internet- I haven't, haven't, you know, done anything internationally. I had a like I said, I'm a single parent, so I don't get the chance to just take a month off to go to Europe to do the shows there. If gotcha. I'm at, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, was, I had gotten an invite for the Edinburgh, Edinburgh uh, Comedy Festival, but that you need to commit to a full month. And oh no way for yes. It to be my job and my child, I can do that. So yeah, no. There's certain things that I'm never going to be
2: able to do in comedy, and I get that, and I'm okay with that. Oh, okay. But there's other, all the other things that I know I could do and want to do. I want to make sure I'm able to handle
0: that. Well, exactly. You want to? Well, I guess you know what. I commend you because, to me, I I, okay. I'm gonna go. I do a lot of rants on the show. If you agree or you don't, that's fine. But I don't have kids, so I do. I rant a lot on parents for some odd reason. It's just because I see and I observe stuff, right? But so many people who decide to go the route of, like, for example, being a comedian, being an actor, anything in entertainment, right? You know how fucking hard it is to be successful as an entertainer and to be successful as a a parent or b. A father i mean a a spouse something's gonna either go down the hole or you can't juggle both like it's almost impossible and the people who say they do then i don't fucking know must be fake or something but i always find that either you are successful at entertainment or you're a good parent like even for example like in my situation my dad worked a whole shitload so he was in construction i consider himself successful because he made a living and he was able to support fucking five people with one job back in the day right so to me that's being successful but he was a shitty father. He, I had a roof over my head and I never starved, but he was never there for me growing up. You know what I mean? So if you want to make the money and you want to do what you do, it's sort of hard to also juggle the family life. Is, is that what you found and you just committed to being a good father instead? Well, that's exactly. That's why I took the time off so that way. You know,
2: my, now that my son, you know, he's going to be graduating high school in, in, in a year and a half. So, oh, yeah. Or, you know, two years from, from, the, from right now. So, you know, it's, he's old enough now. I could do stuff. I've been fully working my way so that way I know. I could, you know, hey, I'm going to be away for the night. You know, I'll yes. see you tomorrow or whatever. I don't have to worry about the child soon. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I'm, I'm, I'm measuring it so that way I could try and do both. Granted, I will never have huge success in the meantime doing that. Right. But I know I can build to an eventual place as well. And the other advantage I have is my son is looking to be in entertainment. He wants to be an actor. Oh. He's done some acting. Nice. He, you know, he's a member of STAG. Okay. He's looking to do more with that with his life and career. So he understands that because, you know, he did a lot when he was younger because it was easier to get a kid in and out of school at that point to try and do acting. Mm -hmm. And the few things that he did, it was like, oh, okay, you know, he took time off school, he got his homework done, and it didn't really matter. Now in high school, it's a little harder for that, plus to look for younger, cuter kids at the time. So (laughs) it's a little harder at that time. So, you know, he's waiting until he graduates, and he knows he has to do it, but he also knows the struggle on – you know, sometimes you have to be up at 4 in the morning to get, you know, into the city. Or sometimes you have to, right. you'll, you'll be there for 10 hours or whatever. And it, it could be a pain. So he understands what would have to be done on his end. And then he sees me trying to live my dream. Right. And I think we're trying to inspire each other with what we need to do. And we're trying to work off each other. Like, well, while I wasn't working, when I first went back to work, and, you know, he was still kind of little, I was still, you know, taking him to all of his gigs. You know, I, oh, you like I said, I'm a single parent, but I'm the one doing that. Right. Making sure I go to be, baseball games and soccer games and all that stuff, and now I'm having a different joy because hey, he, he got to be the kid and do you know start living his dream, and I got to be a dad and I get to work and I'm doing my living my dream as well, and I think we're finding a good combination right now. It's a, it's a healthy combination. It's not perfect
1: success, like you said. Right. You have
2: to really put huge sacrifices out to get to the really big book, but mm-hmm. I think success for me would be able to like you said, have a good living at some point doing this where my son's living his dream and having his success doing that and I feel at that point I've succeeded as a parent teaching teach my son how to be successful as an adult as well as myself being successful at what I want to do in life.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. You, you nailed it right on for that. It. I guess we're even on that one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, let's get into some lighter shit here. What about sports? you a sports guy? Yes, I am. What sports, per se, because here in Canada, obviously, we watch a lot of hockey, but I'm also into football and, well, sort of basketball, but what, what are you into? I am a football and baseball fan. Uh,
2: my son is a, a basketball fan, so I watch, you know, basketball and soccer with him sometimes.
0: Right. Okay, well, um, I, I'm a huge fan. Fo- fan. Oh, see, well, obviously. Yeah, you know, last night was terrible, I know. No, not that, but being, uh, living in Toronto, obviously I'm a Blue Jays fan, so I can't really talk to you too much about baseball. <laughs> well, come
2: on, you guys took our Date Winfield and won a couple World Series,
0: you'd be happy. <clears throat> yeah, what the fuck has happened ever since? We had that little run a couple of years ago and last year, but uh, then we got rid of everyone and that's it, so. Right, oh
2: well, yeah, you, know, you, you do that or start paying them, you know.
0: See, the problem with Toronto sports, except for hockey, because obviously this is the mecca of fucking hockey here. Well, here in New York, obviously, but mostly here. And Montreal, I guess. But the problem yeah. with every other sport, no one wants to fucking come here because there's that stigma attached that there's nothing to do in Toronto. Do people not know that we're fucking huge and we have literally everything that every major metropolis in the States has as well? So, I I, I just don't get it. Sorry? Yeah, they- that's the problem most people have they're like yeah. oh why would I go there? there there's not gonna be anything there for me yes. and, and I, I totally agree and that's not that's even in this country there's certain cities people are like oh why would I be in Indianapolis oh see exactly exactly that's my point so for the Raptors to do what they did mind you they never get anywhere but that's another point but let's touch on some football because all my listeners know that I'm a huge Philadelphia Eagles fan so I could talk anyone under the table this season since they won the Super Bowl who's your team I'm a Oh Well, okay, that's not hey, too bad Super Bowl. Close. Well, that's my stupid producer Well, you know what, they did have a good start And they even bet the Eagles, if I'm not mistaken, last season, right? Yeah Yeah, see, so at least you could say your team beat the Super Bowl champs last year But I digress Anyways, yeah, I'm a huge Philadelphia Eagles fan But on hockey, I'm a Pittsburgh Penguins fan what what's your correlation with the Steelers?
2: I grew up watching them because uh, the, the weird blackout rules they used to have that they were the team that I would get to see all the
0: time. Oh, so like between the, okay. you know,
2: we would get either Jets, Giants, Raiders,
0: Steelers, or Cowboys. Got you. See, it was sort of similar like that. I like the Steelers, and you know, very close to me being a Raiders fan as a kid too oh gotcha see that's sort of similar to toronto because obviously we have the shitty cfl that no one watches in toronto mostly it's the rest of canada that watches it but we watch mostly well back in the day now with the internet and all these packages you could watch anything but growing up everyone was pretty much forced to be a buffalo bills fan or a dallas cowboy or okay. or a san francisco 49ers fan because those are the only games that are on tv in the late 80s early 90s yep exactly so yeah okay that's pretty cool so you're into sports um, you said you have a son that plays video games. Are you into video games? Are you a gamer or are you not?
2: I am not. I was okay. never a big, uh, like when I was, you know, a, younger than my son, I enjoyed video games because, you know, they were still kind of new. And I, you know, I would go to the arcade and play. That was me. And, you know, uh, okay. eventually my dad got me a, a Coleco. Oh. I the back you know he
0: wasn't spending the big money to get it so right don't worry i had a coleco vision too and every time i bring it up no one knows what the fuck that is because everyone knows what atari okay. is so at least we're of a similar age <laughs> yeah exactly well yeah the first video game system i've ever owned was coleco and i believe the first game i ever played was ladybug which was a rip off of pac-man <laughs> okay so there you go we had
2: uh mousetrap
0: was my favorite one i remember mousetrap that was a good game yes it was oh shit Okay, okay, so you're into the retro more gaming. Would you go back... Then I got in trouble and my dad smashed it and I didn't have video games at home after that. Well, now, I don't know if you know, but they're dropping and re-releasing because everything that's old is new, right? So they're coming back out with all these retro systems and if they ever were to drop a ColecoVision, would you try to get back into it?
2: (laughs) Probably not. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Oddly enough, one of my son's friends from school... Is into the retro gaming, and he has like the Atari 4600, I think, or 1600, whatever it is. Right. He has, uh, I think, he has the the Coleco and a couple of the other old ones. I'm like, you know, right? I didn't go check that. I was like, that's pretty cool, you know. I'm like, I don't want to hang out with another, you know, ten year old.
0: You know what? Especially nowadays, (laughs) that. that, hearing my son tell me about it. Yeah, that's that's pretty creepy. And with phones everywhere, next thing you know, it's on the internet. People take it the wrong way, and there goes your career, so to speak. Well, that's what I do. I try never to put myself in situations where I could get nailed for. Exactly. Perfect. Oh, what about a foodie? You a big foodie guy? You into food? No, so, I'm, I'm a chubby guy, so yeah, oh. definitely. I love Okay, I, I I didn't mean to touch a sore point there, if that offends you. No, no,
2: it's not sore at all.
0: <laughs> I embrace it. Oh, okay, so w- what's your go-to meal? If I'm cooking it or if I'm just looking to get to eat right away. If you were on death row and you're about to get electrocuted, what's your last meal you're eating? I'd go surf and turf with, uh, you know, you got to get the steak and lobster. You make, they pay a little bit. Ah, smart. <laughs> and to drink?
2: I'm um, kind of a garbage can. Uh, okay. I, I, I have the unfortunate, you know, luck of when I was trying to drink in high school, you know, we would have the homeless guy get our liquor for us. So, you know... <laughs>
0: Wow! And he goes to the drink, and he's like, "Hey, if it tastes terrible, you're on your way to having something good." Wow, that, that's some good advice there. Unfortunately, I mean- yes, but you know, I'm, you know, thankfully, I don't drink like that anymore. So, if I know
2: 151 after school, you know,
0: probably would have rotted me if I kept doing that to this day. <laughs> well, obviously. So, what would you guys have to give the bum to to buy your liquor? Just an extra bottle for him, or would you give him some change? Yep. Okay.
2: Uh, his thing was he would take the bottle but he would bet us that if he could down it in
0: one shot we'd have to buy him a second one and he only wanted that less than one time well obviously (laughs) (laughs) well you know he's a pro he's he's not gonna make a bet he's gonna lose You see, and that's what makes our generation—I'm sorry to say—better than these millennials. Because where do you get these life lessons nowadays? No millennials on the street interacting with a woman like like that. You know what I mean? They're all home on their keyboards. Yep, exactly. Well, the reason why I bring okay. up food—I I want to know your take on this because I was reading this the other day, and again, being—I I, have—I'm I'm, uh, my parents are Portuguese, so a Portuguese background in me, right? So pure European, okay. and for us, we. Being Portuguese, you never throw out food because, again, being Portuguese, you, you, have, you have to be Catholic as well. And it, if you throw out food, you're either going to hell, you're going to hell or there's poor Africans in, that are starving, which I never understood that correlation to me, but whatever. So what I want to know is, do you take the best before dates seriously or do you go by smell? Because apparently in Canada, I didn't know this. Oh,
2: okay. I, I just it took me a second to realize what you said there. I apologize. I try to go by the Best Buy date just in case. But, I, you know, okay. if I'm a little
0: over, I, I go for the smell test right after that. Okay, because apparently there was a study that came out. I don't know if this... Well, no, because the Americans weren't... a. Well, they were a part of it, but they weren't rated highly. So good on you guys for not doing this. That but apparently Canadians throw out a lot of food. And it's because we buy too much of something at a time and store it. And then we look at the best dates and then just throw it out without even looking nothing. Don't even do the smell test. Like, to me, it's the eye and the smell test. Like, the other day, for example, I like to indulge in muffins every so while. So I'll buy, like, a nice six-pack of muffins at the grocery store, right? And there's always the best before date is usually, uh, I guess, five to seven days, give or take, how fresh you get them. So that's perfect. That's a muffin a day. Great. I have a week to do it. But for some odd reason, maybe my house is a bit humid. I don't know. But I went to go check, and the best before date was the the date I I was about to eat it on. So I open it. And I look, one was still good, but the one beside it was already growing mold. So again, being Portuguese, I have guilt. I threw out the mold one automatically, done. But the one that didn't look like mold, I literally went and grabbed the knife and cut it into fours just to see if the inside had mold too. It didn't, I ate it. I don't remember getting sick, so I guess all is good, right? Well, you know, you are correct.
2: And my whole thing was, my mom hated throwing out food and forced that on me. So not only was I forced to clean my plate. But yes. my mom would help me, would basically force me to clean the fridge. So, <laughs> you know, if there was fuzz on it, I had I had permission to throw it out. Okay. But if it was only a little bit, she said just scrape it off and,
0: and eat it right away so you don't have to waste it. So, yes. So, you know, if you, if you said worst case, and you get a, worst case you know, scenario, you get a little penicillin, you'll be all right. <laughs> well, it's true. And what my mom used to say is, what's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to have I mean, a little bit you of diarrhea. don't get sick. Yeah, exactly. And especially with cheese, the, like the big one is cheese because everyone knows. If there's a little bit of mold, you cut off that chunk and that's it. The rest of the cheese is still good. It just depends, uh, I guess, on that part of the cheese. It's not like it spreads or anything. Same with the bread. Same but, with bread. Once you cut off the mold, you're good. Well, bread's a little bit different story. If, if you have mold on your yeah. bread, that bread must be either as hard as a rock or as soft as fucking water or something. I don't know. Or if you cheap and you go to get the
2: dollar store bread like I do sometimes. You get that one piece that has a little bit of mold, but it's still kind of
1: soft. I'm like, yeah, all right, I throw one slice out. I still got a couple of slices left. That should be good. Well, I I've
0: never tried this. What if you toast mold? Will it be okay because you're killing the bacteria? <laughs> That's a good question. Right? I never thought of that. Doesn't everything die at a certain degree?
2: Yeah, it should.
0: It might taste like shit, but hey, at least you won't get poisoned or something.
2: But you know something, you don't want to put any butter on that, but then you spread it with the rest of the stuff, and then you got to put the knife back.
0: That's not good. Ah, that's true, that's true. Okay. Wh- I'm, thinking, I'm sorry. <laughs> the fact guy just went right to butter after that. <laughs> hey, no worries, no worries. Well, speaking of washrooms, I noticed the other day, again, I noticed a lot of quirky fucking shit. I don't know why, but I'm just built that way. So I, I went to go... Oh, actually, it was when I went to go watch The Avengers in the theater. So I went okay. to the theater, and... I went to the washroom and I'm, I'm a stall. I use the stall. I don't use urinals. I find them disgusting and I mentioned it on a previous show. I don't like to make eye contact with the dude while I'm holding my own dick. I don't know. I'm just built that way. So I use a stall. And plus I'm a bit taller. It looks like I'm I'm like squatting to use the, the urinal because they're always too short for me anyway. So a stall is perfect. But as soon as you go in those stalls because now they're the full size stalls. They're not like before like in the 80s where you could literally look underneath. There's still some around but the newer ones aren't like that anymore. They're literally from I guess, ceiling to floor, right? Yeah, so, a lot
2: of times you get that. So we I'm in those that look like a cup to the low
0: flow. Yes, exactly. So I'm in there and I'm taking my piss. And then all of a sudden I feel like so hot and I'm like starting to sweat. And I just realized, why the fuck is there no ACs in fucking the stalls? Like, think about it. Do you want to take a shit while you're getting swamp ass at the same time?
2: Uh, that's a Canadian thing. They put the AC on just so we could
0: shit everything out and get out of the bathroom. Fuck off. Well, okay, there's AC in the bathroom. There's
2: no way you can hold a shit in while it's fucking cold. Your body
0: just says, yeah, let's get this shit out right now. We have to get (laughs) dressed. You know what? That is good. But there is AC in the washroom, but it's just not, I guess, towards where the stalls are. I guess they just figure that it'll reach the stalls, but it's like... And plus the smell, everyone knows, you know, it starts smelling bad when it's... The hotter it is too, right? I never understood why... Places, so I guess it is a Canadian thing, okay. So, us Canadians just like to smell our own shit, I guess. Hopefully, hopefully. Speaking of shit like that. Have you ever noticed that, like, when you fart in the shower, it lasts a lot longer? The lingering <laughs> that's because of the steam. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think I have farted in, in the washroom while taking a shower, obviously.
2: It's like, whoa, come on, I did that like five minutes ago, what's going on?
0: But what kind of shower do you have? Do you have, like, the curtains, or do you have, like, a fully covered shower? Curtains. See, yeah, that doesn't make sense, because it should travel up and out. It shouldn't stay trapped in there.
2: It should, but I don't know. There's there's, got to be something molecular with that that I don't know about. The butane being, you know, weighing less
0: than the water or something. I don't know. Or maybe the mist. It depends on how hot you take your showers. I, I, I like a warmer, hotter shower. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. See, I, I tend towards to go to the cold side, so I, I've never really noticed that problem. That could be it. Maybe I got to start taking cold showers on important. <laughs> okay. Well, you said that you're a single father. So, were you married at one point in your life?
2: Uh, that had nothing to do with my
0: son, but yeah. Okay. Perfect. So you'll understand this. That's all I wanted to know. I'm not going to pry into your personal life. I, just to see That's if you right. if you could relate to this. So I was reading this, and this is pretty funny. This is straight out of a fucking movie. Again, I don't do any research, so I'll read into it more after I take your take, just to see what this is all about. But apparently, some fucking guy, being married to his wife for over five years, wakes up one morning, looks at her, and says, Who the fuck are you? What are you doing in my bed? Had no idea who the fuck she was. All right. And to me, that's... uh... Like, didn't they make a movie? What is it, that? 51st Dates with Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore? Wasn't that like yeah. the, kind of the gist of it? No. But this guy yeah, just. I, he, There's no sign of him having head trauma. There's no nothing. He didn't do anything before that warrants him to just lose his memory. And she just. But he remembers everything else. It's just her. And everything to do with her just dropped out of his head. Could this be a. Mean, or is this a hoax? Or is this just another fucking clickbait type deal thing it's possible but
2: i i'm i'm praying that he's doing this intentionally you know to get
0: out of the, the, the marriage. oh yeah, no, that, is. that would be amazing imagine that yeah but you know what type of fucking acting skills you gotta have to pull that off
2: because then you have to not remember any of her family or friends
0: too yes everything like literally and how many times but if you
2: don't like her it might be easier
0: you know what that's true Hmm, now you're giving me an idea <laughs> no i don't know i don't think i'd be able to pull something like like i said that's fucking dedication and like okay let, let me see if i could read something here just to see if this is uh blah 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 after a breakup no adam's girlfriend attacked oh apparently he got attacked by her so okay there's more to this story when i woke up i didn't know who i was oh he didn't know who he was either i didn't know that i had been married and divorced and had two children oh shit So there's a lot more going on to this. All right, so he's not a genius, but, you know, still good for him. Oh, here it is. It is clickbait. You see? This is why I I fucking give Masterpiece shit. So apparently he spent a year in the fucking hospital. So something happened to him. He probably got into a major accident, and then it took him a while to figure out who his wife was. So this story means absolutely jack shit in my eyes. Fantastic. Did you ever give it a clickbait? Sorry? Sorry? Do, do do you ever enjoy giving in the clickbait? It like depends. You I mean, I know it's going to be clickbait, but you can't help yourself be like, I got to read this anyway. You know what? It really depends. If it's so out there that it's unbelievable, then I'm not going to click. But if it's something that's, hey, you know what? This is a possibility. Let me check this out just in case. Yeah, of course. I think we've all done it, right? I think I, I'm the opposite with that. If it's way out there, I yeah. want to see how far they're going to run with it. Oh, so you want to see like the comedic side of it. <laughs>
2: oh yeah i've got to say that recently i just i've been you know complaining uh i've been trying to work a bit on it you you start watching porn okay and they have an ad before the porn comes on like any other like youtube does now i'm like son of a bitch i'm trying to watch some you know free porn here and they the the commercial says hey are you sitting there you know watching porn by yourself i'm like of course i am what do they invite everybody over what's going on with you people oh my
0: god no, you just invited literally, your five closest literally, friends. Literally, the ad is about, hey, how come you're, you're home by yourself
2: or by yourself watching this video? You should be doing something else or have other people around. them. like, that makes even less sense so, you know, to, watch, to, to go on their cam show. I guess they consider that
0: together. Oh, yeah, but what if you're in a freaky relationship and you're watching porn together?
2: Right, that's possible. But, you know, outside of that, you're really not going to have, like, ten people sitting there watching porn.
0: Yeah, I don't really see that happening to you. It's not like you're going to invite your five best friends and be like, hey, what are you guys doing tonight? You want to come and have a, like a little circle jerk while we watch some porn together? <laughs> right. No, I'm not saying that's never happened. I'm just saying oh God. You know, that's not the norm. Hey, not that there's anything wrong with that either, because I'm sure there's people that no. are into that. If it's law-abiding and everyone approves, hey, who cares? Do what you want, man. Now, my exception to that
2: rule oh. is on our podcast on Monday night. Okay. Uh, we have, we have a sponsor, eFuck.com, where we do a clip of the week. Okay. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with the site, but it's the most awful stuff that you can imagine that has to do with porn. Oh, um, shit. It's kind of watch some porn, but it's not really. You know, we're not watching just people fucking, it's usually like, uh, this week we
0: Yeah, hy- yes, hysterical, or scary. Watch oh, you know what? That's pretty cool. Now I really got to check out the, your show. So you drops every Monday, available on all your major platforms, I, I assume? Uh, we're live on
1: Facebook and Periscope Monday night, 7 to oh. 9 p.m. Okay. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, all that other stuff. On, uh, you know, we, we post that
0: afterwards. I am slacking. I am a few episodes behind, so I have to get, uh, catch up with some of that. Well, that's fair. Well, like you said, look, you have... You do a podcast, you have a job, you do your stand up on this side, you're a father. So, yeah, I think people could understand. And it's free, so fuck off. That's what I always say to people. Right. If you don't like it, how many other podcasts are there out there? Like, you know what I mean? Even though I sh- we shouldn't be saying that, but still. Right. Uh, like, I have a friend, but like, you know,
2: he, he, you know, he uh, does it. He stays, he's up late at night because he's, you know, laid off right now. So, on his podcast, they'll do that late at night. And, you know, I'll see his update pop up. I'm like, oh, look at that. And I'm like, trying to get to sleep i can't start looking at this stuff (laughs) but i wish you know when i I wish i had the energy he does at
0: like two in the morning i'm like hey let me just start uploading stuff because then i'll wind up being up at six in the morning yeah because then you're going to go down the hole and enjoy other people posting so like yeah i'll sit here and just put a little heart on that that's it there you go oh actually i forgot to mention this when we were talking about the eagles did you hear that well first off are you a trump supporter if you want to say or not Okay. But, but you don't but care. Definitely not a person. Okay, okay, perfect. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So, did you hear what happened with him and the Eagles recently? It was amazing. Can you believe this child man? I call him man child because honestly, okay, who are. So, majority, for those of you who don't know, the every time a major sports team wins in the States, they go visit the White House, right? And obviously, now with Trump being there, a lot of teams have been saying no. But the Eagles, only 10 of them were supposed to go. And then when Trump found out, he rescinded. And the mascot. It's like, really? they were 5 to 10 people in a mascot. It's like, you're not going to come in force and don't bother showing up. <laughs> but that's fucked up. Like, you know what I mean? Okay, I understand the photo op's not going to look that good. So don't take the fucking photo. Let these people who want to come and are actually your supporter be there. Because now, now you probably just lost all these people too. But you know what the
2: weird thing is? The weird rule is when they have those visits, yeah. The photo op is part of the visit.
0: Oh, like it's, it's well, mandatory. It's part
2: of the rules in this country that when you go there, the photo op is, is, is part of it. Really? That's weird. That's why oh, this Kim Kardashian, was at the White House. That, you know, you see the picture. Look, this is what happened. They were there. This one was at the White House. You see the picture. And it, it's a stupid, I don't know how enforced that rule is, but I've, it's, I've only, I've noticed that most of my life. So I'm like, ugh, you know, the you know, what you know, when you're
0: actually with the president, the photo op is basically mandatory. But I don't get it. What the fuck does the president have to do with sports? And why are these people so special? Like, for example, okay, so they won a championship. Great. It, it's, a, it's kind of a modern thing that they started doing. And it's like, yeah, ugh. Oh, it, the, it started with Nixon. Oh, okay. gotcha. got uh, Redskins won the Super Bowl. He's like, hey, we'll have our local team come
2: in. Oh, And then like a year okay. later, another team like, well, you know, they won. We're going to write this we're gonna invite this team in and then all of a sudden well this sport well we're gonna have them and all of a sudden all the sports started saying hey we're gonna send our guys down there and then it was all the college champions and everybody else was like oh they did good well we'll go visit the white house
0: yeah i know that i always i was, was, was funny uh, five people in a mascot like eh,
2: never mind we're not gonna do this we don't need to
0: <laughs> yeah, but that's how he is that I find Like everything that he tweets about is just You could so tell it's a spoiled rich kid Just, ha, huh, look at me, I'm pouting And it's like, okay let, let, Get on with running the country already We no know way, it, I don't care. Okay. Like not On that, I understand both sides of the
2: argument You know, it, you, you play as a team, you win as a team You come down as a team You can have your differences in politics right.
0: you, can, you, have to, you have to have a meeting with the guy This guy's ready
2: to have a meeting with anybody He doesn't give a damn he has that big of an ego that he'll sit down with everyone. Fucking you want to sit with me? Sure, we'll talk. He was a jerk. I didn't like him. It's over. You're know, like, What's the worst that will happen? Are going to call you a jerk on Twitter? I know, right? You know, it, you know, the athletes, if you're that shallow, that that's shallow on there as well. Yeah. But, you know, now you just said, hey, you know, if you're not going to come or most of you aren't going to come, then why bother having them the,
0: the, the, you know, the photo op? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I... I... For a photo so true and i lost it when kim kardashian was there and he made it seem like they were having like this huge important summit meeting and i was like fuck off seriously like this is what you've now reduced that's yourself the, to that's, that's
2: why the photo ops they do that because everything looks more important when you start doing that <laughs> it was the weird thing is the accomplishment you set out to do you got that
0: lady out of jail well i well you know what that's good that he did something good but again at the same time to like No other president did this before him. At least I don't think that I've seen. Like, they'd still do stuff on the side and pardon people and pass laws or whatnot, whatever these guys do down there. And it's not like it was all huge news. But you know what the
2: the difference is, though? In this day and age, we have a 24-hour news cycle, and we have people on the internet reacting to everything at every second of the day. So
0: everything just seems a lot bigger than it really is. See, because what caught my eye to this story... More outraged than they really should be, right? Both sides of the aisle. See, but what caught me to this story was not that the Eagles were now going to the Super Bowl because, like, I mean, to the White House, like I said, I've heard this has been the norm now with with Trump in in the White House. But what fucking what Fox News did to mess misrepresent the Eagles? Did you see that? Okay, so Trump's excuse for them not going to, for res, rescinding the, the the invitation wasn't because. He, technically only 10 people or 6 people were going, it was because the Eagles were kneeling during the National Anthem, and they showed pictures of the Eagles kneeling. Can you believe that Fox grabbed these pictures from a year ago where people aren't even on the team when they're in a huddle on one knee talking to each other as saying that, oh, look, they disrespect the country and this is why they're not coming. That's what fucking pissed me off. Yeah, he's an idiot. And for Fox to do that on top of it, like, that's what I don't get. Like, I understand all these fucking one-man shows and journalists and people trying to get hits, but an actual fucking company like that, I don't know, again, whatever. Let's not get well, into... Well, that,
2: that morning show only lives for
0: putting preposterous shit out there, so... Yeah, that's true. Well, on a bigger note, how about this? This is huge news. Can you believe that they banned the swimsuit competition at Miss America now? It's ridiculous.
2: Goddamn liberals.
0: <laughs> Does this make... So, isn't the whole... Uh, Process or the whole thing, concept of Miss America to pick, I'm doing parentheses, the so-called Miss, the most beautiful person in America? Well, it's
2: beautiful, ta- it's beauty, talent, and brains,
0: allegedly. So now it's and just brains they and talent. They, that's why they do questionnaires, and they, they ask them what they're going to do to save the
1: world and stuff like that. Oh, we want to see you in the bikini. I don't and know. Bottom
2: line, we're guys, yeah, we want to see you in the bikini. And guess what, girls? They love seeing girls in bikini, but either, well, they want to compare themselves right. or be ashamed and appalled by it. So either way, we're all looking to see this girl in the bikini, and they're all
0: hypocrites. You know what? It's true. And, like, what's going like, I was having this conversation with, with some of my guy friends, and we were even saying that, what's next? Like, in 30 years, there's going to be no sports because there's too many fucking injuries, apparently. So, or kids aren't taught to lose. So when they grow up, everything's about making, having fun. It's not about competition. Like the whole competition aspect of everything is going to disappear. So it's like, yeah, si- and I, I don't know about you. Who the fuck's going to watch football with no hitting? Like already for us in Canada, ice hockey is on a decline because there's not as many fights and big hits as before. And now when someone hits someone, and even if it's a legal hit, people are, oh my god, look at that hit! Oh, how could he? It's part of the fucking game. They're not playing chess. they
2: Might I have a concussion again? Oh no.
0: I'm sure their bank account doesn't feel sorry for that. You know what I mean? It's like, they know what they got themselves into. This is why they're getting paid millions. Deal with it. It's like I said, it's not fucking chess. Exactly. So to take away a, a, a huge part of the competition, it, it just, I don't know. It makes no sense to me at all. It just makes no sense. Like, I think it's going sort of backwards, no? Isn't it sort of, again, I'm no feminist, I refer- but. And
2: you know son, the thing The thing with hockey is I liked it for the fights growing up. It was gotcha. fun watching all the the people walk around with half their teeth in their mouth. That was an <laughs> amazing thing to watch growing up. Right. Now, we're actually seeing, in some ways, a better product because you're seeing a lot more talent on the act. No, you are. And I get that part of it. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you see more talent, I should say. You see more people skating. It's
0: not just about the goons going out there. Right, of course. In that
2: sense, I like it. However, just like you said, when you see everybody getting all the type you know, a, a bad hit. Like, all
0: right, dude, calm down. It's a hip check. Relax. I know. Exactly. It's so true. Like, it's the same thing with what's going on in mixed martial arts and boxing. I don't know if you're a fan, but I'm a huge fan of MMA. And it's the same thing. It's like, back in the day, it, you'd want to see these guys just go out and rock them, sock them. Now, it's more of an art where it's more of like bringing back chess again. It's more like of a chess battle where you're using your brains to see who does what encounter and this, this, and that. It's not just going out there and killing each other. But if you take away... Exactly. See, say they say, okay, you know what? In mixed martial arts, you can't punch or kick anymore. Is it really mixed martial arts now? What's even the point? And I don't know. It just makes no sense to me at all.
2: No, I got you. I'm not a big MMA fan only because when it was, you know, first coming up, you know,
0: my dad was a very old school boxing guy. Oh, so okay. He hated the fact that, oh, uh, they're just a bunch of pansies kicking each other. Gotcha. Yeah. So he would not have that on in his house. Yeah, because he was a purist, so to speak, right? Right.
2: So, you know, I was like, yeah, whatever, you know. And even, you know, he's like, he wouldn't watch wrestling. Just He's like, yeah, whatever, he's, you know. Like, when I was little, he he's like, yeah, we can have some fun with it. He's like, yeah, I can't watch this shit. You
0: want to watch it, go in the other room. I'll go have some eat. I can't watch this shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big, huge wrestling You're fan as well. Get, I get it. Go, go be silly, kid. And
2: then the man has to go, what, and take care of the, the TV if that hour's up.
0: Yeah. Well, it, it's true. When you come, okay, well mind you this is i'm saying it as a pro wrestling fan now as an adult that i still am and i watch mixed martial arts but i always have this conversation when people come up to me and be like why the fuck do you still watch wrestling and it's like okay you honestly think i believe it's a real and second off i'm watching it because it's a soap opera for men i fast forward in ring product i don't watch them jumping around as much unless it's like japan product because it's sort of they try and make it sort of real because most of the wrestlers in Japan come from a mixed martial arts background anyway. So at least their moves look sort of real. But here in North America, it's catered towards 13-year-olds. I understand. If I want to watch real fighting, I'll watch MMA. I watch the storyline for wrestling, and I watch the real fight for MMA. Because there's really no storyline in MMA, right? So I get a little bit of both. Right. So yeah, that's all just my take on that. I just find it stupid. Like, when's it going to end? I remember the last bit storyline I tried to
2: enjoy with the WWE. So I'm like, eh, oh, whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah, probably back in when Stone Cold was running wild, and that—that that was that's what everybody okay. says. I enjoyed The Rock and Stone Cold during that era, See. and that was the first time I watched since Roddy Piper retired the first time at the WrestleMania three. Oh wow! Okay, gotcha, like, gotcha. I watched,
2: I watched a couple of them, and I was like, all right, you know, because Roddy Piper was my guy growing up. And like, okay. the man invented WrestleMania.
0: I don't give a damn. You know what? It's true. If it wasn't for him, I don't think they would have gotten as many buys. Because when it was him up against Mr. T, oh my god, that was crazy.
2: Exactly, those first three WrestleManias were spectacular. And like, I watched a couple of WrestleManias after that, but I didn't like watch every Saturday. Not long after that, right? And then it was like, eh, maybe I'll watch. Like, that would be because that was the only pay per view at the time yeah, yeah. for wrestling. And then it was all of a sudden I was like, eh, I didn't, I didn't see anybody I liked, and I, and I skipped a couple of WrestleManias, and I just basically stopped watching. And then you know, uh, I was in the army after high school, so when I was in college after oh, that, man. that's when the Stone Cold and the Rock and everything were big, and I'm like, ah. And I had a lot of friends that were watching. I'm like, I don't want to watch this. And I watched, I'm like, all right, that was, a, that was kind of fun. I could get it. And then all of a sudden, I'm watching Hulk Hogan and Roddy Piper again. I'm like, what am I, 10 again? I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> it was, it, was, it was so fun to watch. You know, I'm like, all right, I, I wouldn't purposely watch. But if it was on, I could get into it. Oh, gotcha. So like you I said, it's a you know, soap opera. So the, the storyline, you could always jump right in right away.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know what? That's and exactly I, what it is. I, I took some time off, and then, you know, my son was at that age where he, he was enjoying wrestling. I'm
2: like, okay. all right, I was watching the John Cena shit. And I'm like, okay, I got. It. And then once he stopped watching, I'm like, yeah, I have really no reason to watch it.
0: Well, you know what? It's true.
2: You know, I, I finish my when I'm done with the podcast that happens to be on afterwards on Monday night. So I have some Marana. I, I may catch a few minutes, and maybe there'll be some of the divas out there, and you know, uh, I'm gonna watch that for a minute or two.
0: Yeah, why not? Yeah, it's good to have in the background, like, in, like I guess. Elevator music, so to speak Just to have while you're doing your shit on your phone Or you're wrapping sh- shit up on your computer Or whatever, yeah Yeah, exactly, I hear you Okay, cool Like I said before We want to see them in Yeah, exactly So you're from New Jersey You're still in New Jersey, correct? Yep, I was born in Jersey
2: City Raised in Hudson County which Bayonne, Jersey City area Not that you know that But, uh but in case anybody out there, you know, wondering, and I uh, was in the army, was stationed in Georgia and then mostly in California after that, did some traveling with the military and, oh, uh, nice. you know, of course. And uh, came actually, I, I was going to stay out there where I was stationed in California, but the girl I was seeing at the time, we broke up literally about a week after I, you know, was moving in. So I was like, well, I could be homeless out here or I could go where I have a home. And I came back to Jersey.
0: Oh, there you goes. Uh, well, I assume then you enjoy Jersey, right? I like I it. Don't. <laughs> All right. Well, the reason why I bring it up is because usually around this time on the show, I try and bring up some dumb laws. And I want to see if you, A, know any of these laws, or B, maybe I've broken some of these laws while your time in New Jersey.
2: I have definitely broken some of them and more, but go
0: ahead. Okay. I'm going to start with the most out there one. And I hope you've never broken this one because then I'm, I guess, an accomplice now by saying that you've done this. But in New Jersey... <laughs> It is illegal to wear a bulletproof vest while committing a murder.
2: I didn't know that. I have not <laughs> done that.
0: Okay. Is but this I did know that. not redundant? Are you not going to get charged for murder regardless? Who cares if you're wearing a vest or not? You are, but, you know, uh,
2: I'm not sure if you're familiar with American laws. If you haven't watched any uh, New York uh, police dramas, mm-hmm. they want to the pile on charges. Oh, I mean, I'm okay. More police drama since I have a history with, you know... My dad's felony record, but you know I'm very familiar with lots of laws and how they like to add stuff. I was like, "Yeah, that's stupid."
0: Well, this one's stupid.
2: I got got a stupid one for you. Oh, tell me.
0: Okay. This is a law in New Jersey called consorting. Okay. Do you know what that is? No.
2: It's when two or more known felons are together. Are you serious? You You could be sitting there having breakfast at the diner. And you, could have to, you couldn't even have been in there at the same thing. Like, if you could have walked in separately. But if you're all in there and you happen to be sitting at the
0: counter in a diner together, it's technically against the law. That's fucked up. How are you supposed to... What, are going to introduce... As soon as you walk in, everybody, I have a criminal record, so if anyone else has one here, you can't be in this vicinity. That's one, like I said, that's one of those laws that if they want to, they can pile on. <laughs> that's so stupid. My God.
2: I know. and I, I, I'm not sure if we're the only state that does it, but I know that's one that's here. And it's almost never enforced, but if they want to, they have that as well. So that way, you know, if if they lose on one of the charges, if uh, they don't find the drugs or whatever they have on, they think you have on you, like, oh, well, you were just anyway.
0: I got you. I see. You something. Yeah. Well, how about this one? I know I've done this in my own home, but I don't know how you enforce this. It is against the law to slurp your soup. <laughs> Did not know that one. <laughs> That's pretty. Like I said, how do you enforce some of these? Like that's what I don't understand. Again, unless you're in public and you want to mount the charges.
2: Sodomy, <laughs> I think it's still illegal in this state.
0: Let me see. If Even that's for consenting adults. Wow, that's fucked up. Okay, let me see other ones. They, they include oral with that. The way the statute's written. <sighs> wow, I don't think I'd want to live so, in a state where that's illegal. So if you and your wife decides you know. Go ass to mouth or vice versa, right? Technically, against the law. <sighs> but you know what? It might make it more spicier then. Because <laughs> well, <you> know, <laughs> when, when
2: my parents would argue every now and then, my mom would throw that out there. She's like, "You know, sodomy's still against the law in this state, right? I can have you arrested
0: just to fuck with him. Oh my god, that's fucking hilarious! Yeah, I noticed. Yeah. There's a lot of like sexual connotations of laws that, like, especially uh, I had a a guest once from Virginia. And, yeah, you're not allowed no oral, no anal, no something else. Oh, 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 the only sexual position you're allowed is missionary and something like that. And it's like, why not just put it all in one and just say you're only allowed to procreate? Like, what the fuck's going on I, here? I forget what state it is, but there's one It has to be missionary, and you have to
2: have the proper sheet. <laughs> I forget what state it is. It's fucking ridiculous. And it's either Virginia or Georgia.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it.
2: If I'm not mistaken. I'm like, yeah, yeah. First of all, who's checking?
0: Thank you. Who's
2: coming in the house to see if you're performing sodomy on your, on your loved one?
0: <laughs> well, maybe a peeping Tom.
2: You'd <laughs> have to have arresting authority.
0: You know what? That's true, too. That is true. If he's a
2: peeping Tom, he's not saying anything. He's enjoying the
0: show. Oh, this is... Well, actually, this is a pretty good law. I don't mind this one, but this is pretty rough. Because everyone does something dumb when you're young, especially our generation. I'm sure uh, everyone hates to admit it, but they've done it once in their life. If you have been convicted of driving while intoxicated, you may never again apply for a driver's license. Did you know that? Convicted, you said, right? Yeah, convicted. You have to be convicted. So if you're you're just charged, I guess you're okay, but you have to actually go to court through the whole process, right? Yeah. That's actually not too bad. I don't mind that one. That one's actually... Do you mean... Does that mean in another state or... I don't know... I know people that have had
2: more than one, so what do you mean you can't apply for another one? It makes very, the wording of that kind of weird.
0: Yeah, maybe it's just in the state, so maybe you could go just next door to your next state and get one there, and then that's it, you know what I mean? Who knows? There's people that do that, like while they're waiting for the DWI, they make believe they move to another state, they get their residency there, apply for the license while while they're still in good standing. Right.
2: Yeah. And then they, you know, that way they can still drive. Well, unless they get in trouble.
0: Oh, true. Well, how about this? It is against the law for a man to knit during the fishing season. Thank God.
2: <laughs> now, I'm not a fisherman, but I mean, guys <laughs> should be knitting
0: anyway. Oh shit! Who? It's true. Who knits anymore? Unless you're a grandmother, right? <laughs> and even my grandmother didn't like knitting. Oh, okay. No, my mom was a huge knitter. She, again, my poor mom. God bless her soul. But. She would knit me sweaters, and I was, and I have pictures of me when I was like four and five in her knit sweaters that just did not look. What I don't know, man. I don't know what she was trying to do to me. Well, I mean, your Portuguese, she you could have knitted you a speedo. It could have been worse. Oh shit! I never thought of that. That's true. <laughs> Fuck! Can you imagine? <laughs> the only thing I liked that she knitted w- yeah, w- was the hat. Oh, shit. Okay, how about this? See, this is just to nail you for something, again, like we were just talking about. It's against the law to frown at a police officer. Uh, it depends on
2: where you are, because the Supreme Court ruled that mm-hmm. if you're in the confines of your own car, and the oh. windows are up. You're allowed to.
0: Really? See?
2: Yep. So you I'll can do, do that anywhere there. in the country. You can actually give a cop the middle finger as long as you're in your car. Really? And the windows are up. That's good they to know. They can't do anything. Now, if you're doing something else besides that, that's wrong, they can get well, you in trouble for that. it a lot of other trouble. But hey, if you're just sitting there and you give a cop the finger while you're in your car and the windows are up, they can't say anything.
0: That's pretty cool, actually. Well, you know what? Well, again, it's, I guess, your right, what is it, the First Amendment, your right to speech or whatever? Isn't isn't that it? Or yep. F- free speech? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And good or bad, as like I said, as long as you're not hurting anyone, you have the right to say whatever the fuck you want. Okay, let's see something else here. Let's hand off... Okay, this one is just ridiculous. Uh, I don't know. I I hope you guys have technology, but... It is illegal to delay or detain a homing pigeon. Huh. That's one of those weird ones that's still on the bus, I guess. You know what, That we I've discussed this with other people, too. That's what we're finding out about bringing up these stupid-ass dumb laws. It's either A, they're trying to tack on extra charges on you, or B, it's just one of those laws that... Haven't been str- stricken down, and you don't really re- want to run a campaign saying that hey, I'm going to take off this law if you vote me in right cool it's the same as in New Jersey,
2: you're not allowed to pass well I think it's a federal law you're not allowed to pass a, a postal truck, but also you're still not allowed you're, you have to give the right away to a horse and buggy
0: yeah, I've noticed there's some of a, a few like that too it, th- those are the well, weird yes, ones uh, they can wait for me. Yeah, anything I find with a horse and carriage... I could drive behind them and honk. That'll really <laughs> fuck your horse up. Oh, well, speaking of honking, did you know that... Every, it, this is dumb. The wording is even off, too. Every time you pass someone on the highway, you have to honk and let them know you're passing?
2: You know, son, I don't know if that's a good law, but that's a nice courtesy. Well, I guess. I don't, I, I don't think I'd ever abide by that. I know I haven't been so far in my life. Unless, you know, I'm panting, honking, and giving a finger to somebody that was
0: flowing in my way. See, and I brought this up on a previous show way back in the day because I used to de- do these solo and still I, before I started getting guests because I had a lot of stupid stories with my family, losing me at airports and not knowing that I was lost at a mall where even a cop had to bring me home and my mom didn't li- realize I was gone. So I st- I'm starting to run out of stories. That's why I'm having guests on because I want to hear their stories. Makes sense. But um, now I forgot where the fuck I was going with this. See again, my listeners are used to this cuz I get hit in the head a lot speaking of brain trauma. <laughs> I get hit in a lot and sometimes in mid conversation it just literally drops out, but anyway, I'll, anyways, who cares? I don't know what I was going on to this. But <laughs> since you're a comedian, Master P has asked me to get a comedian's perspective on some of his tweets. That he's been putting out there because, and I told him, he's not original because I know a lot of people, well, not personally, but I see a lot of Twitter accounts that do this. So you see that these, um, I guess, motivational accounts where they put out oh okay. quotes and to lighten up your day or do this or do that. You know what I mean? So he tries to riff on them and make fun of them. Here's here's an example. L- let me know if this is all right. I'll read off all a right. few, but I'll read off one just so you could just get the gist of it. So, this is from an account called Dark Poems. And this is what they tweeted Touch her heart, not her body. Steal her attention, not her virginity. Make her smile, don't waste her tears. Okay? And All right. this is Master P's response Touch her clit, not her lips. Steal her orgasm, not her anal virginity. Nice. <laughs> so, you approve of that tweet?
2: I approve
0: of the poetic license there, yeah. So does he have a future in comedy? I'm not sure about that, but I'm sure that he's, he's good with, the, with some quick wit on that. Okay. I support that. Here's another one. This is from an account called Shower Thoughts. Ah, uh, I, I follow them. Okay, perfect. So maybe you've even seen Master P uh, tweet some stuff. So they tweeted, dogs protect humans from other humans, and humans protect dogs from other dogs. Master P responded, "I protect women from shittle, shitty oral, and oral protects me from shit." There you go.
2: Those are words of... that Monday, Monday thought, or Thursday thought. There you go, right there. <laughs> take Thursday, oh. Thursday
0: thought. Okay, we'll wrap up on one more. Let's see this one. This one is from just one called Fact. When somebody has something negative to say about you, it's often because they have nothing positive to say about themselves. Okay. All right. Master P responds, makes complete sense. Now I know why I go around telling people they have small penises. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> I have tons of these. He just goes on rants. Like there's some days where I see him just plop all, like five or six at a time. And oh. So you're saying he's a good follow? Well, yeah. He retweets a lot of fucking podcasting shows, but he also does this every so often. I lied. I got one more. This one's actually funny. Again, I enjoy, right. I enjoy any sexual jokes anyways. That's just me. But how about this? Again, from the same one. It's called Fact. Everyone has experienced something that has changed them in a way that they would never go back to the person they once were. Master P responded. First time I did anal. Nice. It's true.
2: Uh,
0: and that's Master P's tweets. You that, know? that
2: one does, he left me hanging a bit on.
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, he's done a lot of anal jokes. Like that's what I told him. I'm like, it's can like you like?
2: He has, like he hasn't been able to sit for weeks after it. You know,
0: that would have been perfect. See, that's where he needs some coaching. I told him this. Yeah. But uh, what can you do? Do you have anything you want to promote? Anything upcoming? Anything else to add? Uh-huh.
2: Upcoming this Tuesday night the. 12th. I am at Broadway
0: Comedy Club, New York City, Nice. March 13th, Bloomington, Delaware, on Wednesday the 13th, and in on the 22nd, I'm at Piano Fight Club in San Francisco. Oh, there you go. You're going down to the west side. Yeah. I'm he- doing a little combo vacay uh, stand-up stuff. Perfect. And you know what? My actually third biggest market, believe it or not, is San Francisco. Don't ask me why. I don't know. I've always said it. I don't get it. When I look at my stats, it's usually Toronto. Then a suburb of Toronto, and then it's San Francisco. I I, I don't know. So you'll have some San Francisco listeners. I was so asking about where you were up there, only because uh, I have a cousin who lives in Hamilton. That's right around the corner from us. It's about forty oh. minute drive from Toronto. So it's you know what we dub it our steel time.
2: Like, yeah, he keeps asking me to come visit. I'm like, if I go up there, I'd rather see
0: other people than you. Oh shit! <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> Not to be an asshole, there's really not much in Hamilton. He'd probably just take you here to Toronto, anyways.
2: Exactly.
0: All right, perfect. Well, no, he wanted to his massive amount of stray animals. He's taken in. Oh, he's one of those. Yeah, uh, I wish he wasn't. But he doesn't cook them and eat them, does he? But I wish they would put those animals down and him, or at least him. Oh shit! Now you sound like <laughs> how I sound with, with my buddies. But please tell me he. Please tell me he doesn't eat the animals. No, he does not. He's, he's actually very humane. I'll give him credit for that. <laughs> okay, he's a nice guy. Well, you know what? Uh, is, is he originally American? Yes. Oh, I was going to say, well, all, all us Canadians are usually like that, but I digress. He, was,
2: he, was, he fell in love with a Canadian woman and it didn't work out, so he sought out Canadian women because he was hoping to rekindle that somewhere else. Gotcha. And uh, he's happy,
0: at least, with the second wife. Hey, there you go. He learned his lessons from the first. <laughs> well,
2: the, the first, was supposed to marry uh, that, you know. I don't know. He's a weirdo, and she was American. So, but he's the bigger weirdo in that one. Definitely. Well, mm. probably
0: all three of them. <laughs> nice. So, is that it? That, that's your shows? That's what's upcoming with you?
2: Yeah, if you want to check me out, DaveHodge.com, H uh, O J. And uh, catch me on uh, Twitter at The Hodger. Dave Hodge on Facebook. There you go. Dave on Instagram, Snapchat. I'm a weirdo. I try everything. If something comes out, I'm going to go on it just in case it's big. That way I can be one of the first people. because
0: you know, I'm an attention whore, like most comics. <laughs> well, you know what? Like we talked about earlier in being successful, that's that's the key reason why you can't be successful in entertainment because you have to be selfish. And when you have a family, it's the complete opposite, right? So I totally understand. Fact, hey, that, That's why Jim Carrey became successful. He left his wife and kids back in, you know, wherever. And They're probably still up there. The just to, just to do what he has to so he can make it. You know what, it's true, it's so true And the ones that do make it, like I said It's either because they have a secret agreement Where, hey, you know what, this is just for show But when I'm on the road, I get to fuck whoever I want And then that's it, and whatever Take it or leave it, right? Right, exactly okay. Or, you
2: know, they make the mistake of letting their wife know Like Kevin Hart did, and, you know, have to get
0: another support So, oh, you know, if you're going to <laughs> That's true, that is true Or even the whole Kobe Bryant situation He just bought her jewelry instead and diamonds And that's it $4
2: million diamond ring
0: will change a lot of opinion. And it'll make you do whatever. Speaking of being open to anything, it'll make you do whatever you want to. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, everyone knows hey, where they could find me. Hey, now, before we go, speaking
2: sure. of that one. What's up? That chair, the that girl in the hotel over,
0: over? Yeah. Sold on eBay $3,500. I know weird facts. Fuck, eh? Why? Were you the one who bought it? I was. I was upset I didn't, I didn't have $3,500 to bid on it, but <laughs> nor would I have. But I just was just curious to find out what happened. When I, I saw that, I'm like, that's amazing. 3500 That's not too bad. Actually, in the big scheme of things, that's not too expensive if you think about it. For a fucking chair, that's a lot of money. Well, that's true. That is true. <laughs> if, you, if you look at it that way, yes, but I'm saying like the meaning behind it, it's really not that much if you think about it.
2: The meaning behind it.
0: it is not too bad.
2: That's what, that's what amazes me about it. That's true. Well...
0: And I remember it's just for of healthcare. Oh, shit. <laughs> and, if, and if it had enough cushions it might not have complained. that's true too right fuck well everyone knows where they could find me on twitter and instagram those are really the only two platforms i do it on Fingastyles, f-i-n-g-a-s-t-y-l-z master p is also on twitter d-a-p-o-d-c-a-s-t-d-a-p so the podcast dap he's more into i guess the funnier shit of twitter i'm more just you know what my account my personal account really is only to promote the podcast and retweet shit that I find funny. That's pretty much what you're going to get from me. But Masterpiece is a little bit more original, but he does a whole shitload of retweeting. So if you don't like retweeting, don't mute the guy, please. Just go to the options and take off the retweet button so then you won't see his retweets because he does... Even I've turned it off. Fucking guy. He retweets literally everything that that has to do with podcasting. But anyways, it's a good (laughs) way to put yourself out there, right? You got to help each other out. Yeah, we do. And where else? You can find me on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud and the pod bros network and if you are on the pod bros network listening make sure to click on their what is it amazon there it is fuck see i get hit in the head amazon banner free for you and it helps out the whole podcasting people that are on their network easy for me to say i'm choking on my own words and i say this every week i'm also on emzt radio It used to be only in the States, but I came to find out that now it's available to Canada as well, because I went on it the last week and there was no geo block on it and I didn't have a VPN in the background or anything. So that's a good thing. So now it's available across North America. Every Sunday, they have a podcast block. I believe it's me and three other podcasts on there. Starts out one. So I'm somewhere, I'm either the last or the second last one. I can't remember. So I could never tell you what time it's on because in podcasting, there's no time restraints. You go as long as you want to go, right? Yeah. what else is there? Oh, if you're listening to this Saturday before 9 p.m., you still have a chance to check me out and my cousin out at the Smiling Buddha in Toronto at the hip hop show that our buddy Freddie Fame is putting together. I'm going to be there covering the show. I'm going to be getting some material for the podcast. So look out for that in a few weeks. Support. And if you're listening to this after Saturday, tune into next week's episode and I'll probably have some stuff about that show. And I think that's it. I don't have anything else to play. Oh, yeah, poppyapparel.com. I almost forgot my main sponsor. poppyapparel.com. Go to poppyapparel.com. Use promo code THEPODCAST with a capital D. You get 10% off free shipping worldwide. Women's clothing apparel only. And that's that. So, sir, is that it? Yes, yeah, That's it. You're good. You had a good time here. Hello? Did I lose you again? Uh-oh. And we were doing so oh. good. Oh, there you are. I was just going to say, we were doing so good and right at the end is when you cut off again. <laughs> uh, I apologize. Somebody was trying to call. I apologize. You know what? You don't have to apologize on this show. Only I have to. You're the guest. You could do literally whatever the fuck you want. It, it, don't, don't worry about it, honestly. Like I said, <laughs> my, this is an improvement of just me by myself because like I said, usually when I'm by myself, I go on these crazy rants and I sound like a fucking lunatic that's just talking to myself. So it's good that uh, I have someone else to bounce shit off of every once in a while and I appreciate you coming on Dave not a problem alright uh, that- thanks for
2: having me on I uh, hope we can do
0: this again sometime you know what doors always open yeah, well I was going to say if you ever get the itch to podcast but you have your own podcast but if you ever want to do something else different where you don't have to I guess sort of lead the show and just sit back and relax and add your two cents you're always welcome back my friend you got it man I will talk to
2: you soon uh, see you out there And uncomfortablyfunny.com, uncomfortably F you on Twitter for the uh, the podcast.
0: Perfect. Yeah, I'll start following, and I'll start retweeting your stuff as well, most definitely. Thank you again. He's Dave. No problem. I'm Steve. Take care, guys. This is the podcast. Peace.